don't call it a comeback. <laughs> We've been here for years. We've been here for years. <laughs> <laughs> this quietude. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy New Year's. Happy birthday to me. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. birthday. You. When's your birthday? It was in January. Oh, well, happy birthday. <laughs> Mine's yeah. in two weeks. And Kaiser. Yeah. Happy you a Gemini. My birthday was, was yesterday. Uh, so, it was yeah. happy birthday. Yeah, so happy birthday. Uh, as a birthday present, we, we're doing this quietude again. So uh, I won't get into details about why we took a hiatus uh, because well, there's a thing called life. <laughs> right. And this is not our job. We grown. So, yeah, we don't owe you grow. an explanation. But, but we missed you guys so much and I want to thank all of you people who reached out to threaten me with physical violence <laughs> for not putting up a new episode. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, at least three messages a week. Like, hey, bro, like, what are y'all doing? You guys have another episode? But uh, you guys, we still gain new listeners. Uh, you guys are putting money in our advertising account. So thank you very much, uh, very, very much for that. Today, since, since, uh, since it's been a while, uh, there have been a lot of developments in previous... Uh, topics that we've covered on on this quietude a lot of the stuff has been outright solved yeah and i'm gonna keep those episodes up just for archive safe but, but archiving sake but uh but i do want to go through this uh, this episode i want to go through some of the stuff that's been solved and and talk about that uh also some of this will be new to to jenny here because jenny wasn't with yes. us when we did some of this stuff so, um, so we're gonna. This is like one of those episodes of your sitcom where the actors like needed a, a week off, so they do all the, the, the flashbacks. <laughs> this, this is a Fresh Prince recap. <laughs> yeah, this is a recap episode. This quiet dude. Right, right now, we've lost. So, like, Jeff, what, you remember that time? Right, we've already lost like thirty percent of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Right, well, I'm gonna look at the analytics, and they're like, "What?" The? But anyway, mm. but I, you know, I think you guys will find this uh, fairly interesting. Uh, the first one, we're gonna just. Get this one out the way. This was the big one. Our very first episode was about the Ruth Price nine one one call, mm-hmm. and uh, that the the that particular thing is is kind of what I wanted the essence of disquietude to be. Weird internet phenomena that had happened over the course of the last 25, 30 years uh, on the internet, and you know that was either unsolved or disturbing or what or whatnot. And the Ruth Price 911 call is one of those things. Now, for those who don't know, the Ruth Price 911 call, which I will play here uh, in a moment, is a 911 call in which apparently somebody is murdered during the course of the call. Um, The problem is that no one knows who it was on the call. No one one can tell you what city it happens or what state, uh, what... 911 dispatch it comes from it's just a complete internet mystery because and, it was so old right did she say no. this is ruth price she she did and she actually gives her address yes. at one mm-hmm. point in time so you can tell it's like it's a local call obviously mm-hmm. and she's telling somebody the dispatcher this is my address please come help me but at the time because it's such a common name it was so old and i feel like the address was so like generic like nobody could actually pinpoint like oh this was the person and the place and the time so 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 yeah it's been an internet mystery in fact the debate is has been whether it's real or not 
Mm-hmm. So our very first episode of The Squad 2, we debate that. And it was funny because I'm going to play the call here for you. Uh, and when you first hear it, it's kind of you're kind of like wow, it's kind of disturbing. But when yeah. you, when you dissect it for an hour, you're kind of like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna play the Ruth Price call here for you guys. And nine one one, what's the nature of your emergency? What's the problem, ma'am? Oh, well, there's some guy been checking uh, the place out. Oh, well. He went in the back. I have an apartment in the back, and he said he was looking for a guy. And he comes to my door, and yeah. and uh, said he's uh, looking for an apartment. So I'm I live alone, and I'm an old lady. Mm-hmm. Where, where is he now, ma'am? I don't have no idea. <laughs> To be fair, her eyes were like saucers of something. So, um, so you know, a lot of mm-hmm. podcasts and YouTube videos have have covered that, and even during our research for it, we did a little bit of digging, and we really couldn't find anything definitive. We were able to what, find the gravestone for Ruth Price. I think that was the extent. We we, we kind of came to the conclusion that. Uh, Ruth Price was a real person. Yes. But, but the call itself, uh, a lot of people believe it had it was like a staged call because it because it is used typically to train law enforcement, not one dispatchers. And there's a an old urban legend that mm. generally uh nine one one calls in which a, a murder is committed are not released to the public. I don't know if that's true or not, but but that kind of backs up the mythos of the the Ruth Price 911 call. Well, somebody on Reddit. You know, Reddit is, can be a gold mine. And a shithole. And yeah, this time it was a gold mine. Um, someone who was listening to the Going West podcast that discussed the Ruth Price 911 call. Uh, man, and Going West, they, that was their 162nd episode was <laughs> the Ruth Price call. Wow. <laughs> the very first, yeah. But, um, <laughs> She says, I'm going to read a little bit of her Reddit post. She says, uh, before today, I'd never heard of the Ruth Price call. Well, you should have listened to Disquietude <laughs> three years ago. Anyway. Um, yeah, you you far valuable. 5819 is the user. But uh, they say they never heard of the Ruth Price call. And at the beginning of the call, Ruth begins to give her address is 3877, but it's cut off by the 911 operator. Uh, Ruth presents herself as an, elder, as an elderly woman who is concerned about a man who knocks on her door saying he's looking for an apartment. Um, and she describes the rest of the, the call that we just heard. Um, she said that she actually Googled uh, that 911 call right, through multiple Reddit posts in an article uh, speculating if it was real or some kind of hoax. Um, and the theory is that it was used to 
training call for 911 operators, because, especially everything that we said on the call. Yeah, if you notice at the very beginning of the call, she wasn't even able to get out her full complaint mm-hmm. for one or her full address because the 911 operator cut her the fuck off. Yeah, I, I was just thinking like a 911 operator shouldn't be doing that yeah like like, (laughs) so she couldn't even get to like so it was used as a training opportunity like hey don't fucking be this asshole yeah yeah Uh, so Mm. she even says that people have tracked down ruth prices but have been able unable to link them to the call essentially like we did but this person says she does genealogy as a hobby um that's an in-depth hobby shit and um (laughs) she actually did an ancestry tree on one of the ruth prices that they discuss in the podcast a ruth mildred star price she discovered that ruth star was born in pueblo colorado that's a cool name Mm -hmm. uh was born in pueblo colorado in on december 7th 1913 and she went to central high school in pueblo and she even has a year was able to find a yearbook photo for her. She married a man Damn. named William Walter Price, and they were listed as living in Pueblo in 1935. But then, according to census documents, moved to San Diego at some time. Uh, she also found that she also found that Ruth living in San Diego at 3877 North 35th Street. Now, mm-hmm. if you recall during the call, mm-hmm. the operator cuts her off as she says 3877. So that's a pretty good link mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. Um, says so she had two daughters, um, and William, her husband, passed away in 1972. Oh. She found a listing for an obituary for Ruth Price in May of 1994 in the San Diego Union Tribune. Um, the entire obituary wasn't shown, so she went looking for the full obituary. But instead, she found a Ruth Price listed in a newspaper section called Assaults mm. on November 3rd, 1980, mm. in the San Diego Evening Tribune. 1980. Yeah. So she lived 14 years after. You said 1994, right? Mm. Um, she, yes, that's correct. She died in 1994. Okay. Uh, says so she was assaulted. The newspaper clipping says that Ruth M. Price was assaulted on the 3800 block of 35th Street. And the newspaper clipping describes the 911 call perfectly. Saying mm. that he snuck up behind her while she was on the phone. So while she was making this call, snuck up behind her, tried to choke her, and she broke his chokehold because she's a fucking badass. <laughs> and she was screaming that whole time. And it even says screaming and pulling at the attacker's hands. Mm. But and then they they fled after she was able to break the chokehold. So that's crazy. Good for fucking you, Ruth. Good job. Good Ruth. for you. Uh, and also an, another interesting tidbit is that they discovered that it actually was not a nine one one call. There was no 911 in San Diego in 1980. Oh, shit. So they what? said that she was probably talking to an operator. Just probably, an operator, uh, like, has uh, zero. Which would explain. Why they weren't, they were like, what? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What time out? Okay. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, trying to read the, you know, Ziggy. Isn't that wild? Like, I hear mm-hmm. that all the time, and I I honestly don't know when 911 kicked in for all of America. Right, yeah. But like, what the fuck was the point of the cops before nine one one? I know that's a whole episode in itself. Mm-hmm. But like, what mm-hmm. what were y'all doing? What were y'all doing before nine one one? Why did mm. it take so long? So yeah, this this right? um, this particular Reddit post is is only four months old, and Scott five thousand upvotes. Um, 
hundreds of responses. But I, I really think that I, I'm gonna say that this is legit. I'm gonna call to say that yeah, this is this is this is it. Yeah. It, the the newspaper clipping describes the 911 call. Um, Ruth M. Price, three eight seven seven North. All of those are. Yeah. No, it's too it's too on the nose exactly. with too many details. The mm-hmm. timeline is right. Like, and honestly, I kind of just even. If someone were able to debunk it, I kind of just want to walk away saying like, yeah, Ruth was a badass and fucking <laughs> right? fought this punk ass kid off, whatever the fuck they were trying to do with her. Wow. Well, Ruth, I'd like to thank you for the advertising dollars <laughs> that you've made us. One of our more popular episodes because it's our very first episode. Uh, don't go listen to it, by the way, it's terrible. <laughs> all of our early episodes the first 10 episodes we were we were just figuring stuff out guys uh, they but, weren't um, that bad no, it was we are not terrible as people or uh, researchers but we we had our we had, a lot, we had a lot to learn it was yeah. as far as the first episodes of a podcast go it was pretty decent but, um, yeah we can only go up from there yeah <laughs> All right, so... I haven't listened, but I think it's wonderful. (laughs) I appreciate your bouquets and your kudos. (laughs) So so our next episode that's been resolved is a fairly new one, and it was a very, very hot topic uh, last fall. That was the Gabby Petito case. That was one of our more popular episodes. It got a lot of listens. Um, and we spoke, it was a very long episode. We spoke for like an hour, a little over an hour and a half on that. Because yeah. there was a lot. And at the time, the speculation was that he had killed her. But it was it was not known if that was the case. And he had gone missing. And we theorized during that episode that he most likely had killed himself police were still looking for him but we were like you know what if i was holding out for dog if, i was like yeah. what if this racist ass old man mm. <laughs> chases him down let me just cross my dog about yeah <laughs> so um but a few actually a few days after like it was very soon after we published that episode mm-hmm. so soon that i had to go back and add a footnote to the yeah. episode description that they had found gabby petito's body yeah, and then a few days after that, they found Brian Laundry's uh, body. He had committed suicide. I do. I do want to say. Um, I just googled it just for um, some background because I knew what had happened already, but I hadn't really like read up on it. Read up on it. Grizzly new details emerged Monday in the death of Brian Laundrie, including that his scattered bones had been gnawed on by rodents and feral dogs. Oh. Fuck you, Brian. Well, you I get can, what you deserve. I can only hope he, he like mm-hmm. somehow screwed up the suicide attempt so he was partially alive. From the rats. That's my head kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Chef's mm. kiss to that death. Yes, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I hope they did. Um. Mm-hmm. In a a weird footnote, Gabby Petito's family is suing Brian Laundrie's estate, air quotes, uh, for wrongful death. Now, Um, I think y'all know what I'm about to say here. mm. (laughs) Like, he didn't have, he didn't have anything. Yeah. Like, he has an estate. His parents do, though, for sure. so, So here's the thing. 
how could they be responsible for the now now based on what we know about the case <laughs> they were kind of um like you know Brian shows back up mm-hmm. with without his fiance they were kind of like, and they were like, "Hey, where's Gabby? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, have a good day, son. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Are you winning, son? Yeah, Dad. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that meme. I'm, oh, okay, but um, so but to file a, a lawsuit, like, didn't I, his parents like try to hide him though, or like, they, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I'm like, okay. So as I recall, and listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but when he returned without. Sans, sans mm-hmm. Gabby. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really question it all that much and they decided to hide him at that time. Mm-hmm. And then when he decided to, you know, up and disappear, they also hid the location of his vehicle, like where he departed from, and, you know, kind of aided and abetted in the sense of they tried to, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, confuse law enforcement mm-hmm. as far as like where he may have gone mm-hmm. um and that sort of thing so yeah they definitely so, yeah, they should be held responsible there's well, some I, culpability I, they're, yeah. they're saying that there probably will be no defense against the lawsuit they're not even asking for they're only asking for thirty thousand dollars it sounds wow. like it's just a closure thing so this is not mm-hmm. a ron goldman kind of no, scenario a- absolutely not yeah uh, because i mean what what else would you gain here for uh so for those who were unaware uh the coroner determined that Gabby Petito had been strangled. Yeah. And uh, Brian Laundrie confessed to the crime in a notebook that he had yep. with his body uh, at the time. Um, so, like, they, they already know. They know who the killer is. They, mm-hmm. they know what happened. And the, the lawyers are saying that essentially this just kind of makes it official. This yeah. wrongful death suit just makes it official, puts it in writing. Um very sad, very sad case. Go back and listen to that episode. I, but I mean, there's a ton of stuff about what happened. Yeah. And mainly because um, social media was kind of front and center. Yeah. With this case. It was so well documented mm-hmm. that it was like hard to not do the case. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You could it, you could follow her steps up to the, the day that she got murdered. Yeah, and you could even honestly like psychologically profile him based off of his artwork and like some of the things that he was posting. And then, like I said- I still think he killed that lesbian couple. I, listen, <laughs> I what? what? What's, <laughs> hold up. Jenny's like, oh, hard Lesbian stop. couple, <laughs> So there was- There was a lesbian couple, Um, I feel like a few days before Gabby went missing or you know it was determined that gabby was like out of the picture Mm -hmm. and um it was two women that he would have come across at a and they for sure definitely crossed paths at a grocery store um out west i don't remember Um, exactly where it was but it was it was a place where they authorities know they yeah and, mm-hmm. and so this lesbian couple was definitely for sure murdered um by a random man while they were camping um yeah um and that was like later on i want to say either the same night that they crossed paths with brian laundry or like the next night and he was also a person who 
has murdered another woman who was camping around the same area. So is that still unsolved, quote unquote? I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, they said that they had ruled him out, but it's like, why? Why did you rule like, him out? They didn't. Also, they why is that just like an ancillary thing? Like, yeah. Right. Oh, by the way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but let's focus on this. This, like, <laughs> yeah. yoga chick. Like, no, no. I mean, he for sure killed his girlfriend, but, like, some people theorized that had he killed the lesbian couple, that would have been another thing that they argued over other than the well, domestic yeah. abuse that was apparent. Um She's he like, played I just pool. don't know if you're right for me because you murdered that lesbian couple y'all. back at the grocery store. He didn't just, <laughs> y'all though, he didn't just cross paths with them. He played pool with them. See? What? Uh, he killed them. He Listen, played pool with why, them. Why, why, is, why is this not something that's like but given we're, more we're, visibility? Wait, wait, because, because he's dead. But, <laughs> but this is an unsolved murder, is it not? Like these are like... Mm-hmm. This is a couple. Yeah, but like, do we know who killed them? Do, no, as so, far as far as Google tells me, nobody knows. Right. Hmm. So why and is this, that? Why is that so? Like, oh, that's not important. This, but here's the thing. Okay, so if he played pool with them, he crossed paths. With, so say he met them at the grocery store and was like, "Hey, y'all, I'm Brian Laundry," <laughs> and then he was like, "Let's play pool." And then in they the like grocery store. Say they struck up conversation. He figured out like in that conversation where they were camping, he would have he could have killed them within the next you yeah. know forty eight hours of figuring that out. Oh my god, we cracked Wait. the case. Okay, wait, <laughs> where did they play pool? Is there a billiard nearby? Like what? South Mesa area of LaSalle Mountains. Um, Brian Laundry stayed at a hotel that was seven or oh, seven minute walk away from Woody's. Woody's is where I assume mm. they played pool. Yeah, mm. that sounds like a billiard. And he was also Gabby was separated from him because this was the night that they had fought. Mm. So he was already angry at women. Yeah. Theoretically, already angry yeah, at yeah. women, found two women in a lesbian couple. I can't have this. I am a straight man and it can't be allowed. Yes. <laughs> he follows them. He was I so did. mad. He did it. He, did it. <laughs> he, he totally did it. He fucking did it. See? <laughs> I There's there's more here. You're going to have to convince me with hard fucking facts that he was not there <laughs> and didn't know where they were camping. Mm-hmm. The two women's bodies were riddled with bullets and gunshots. Really? Yeah. Did he have a gun? That's that's a good question, but I would assume. So when, what's the timeline between like him interacting with them to them being discovered like? So oh, this is digging, this is dusting off memories. So <laughs> I know that he would have met them after he had their video altercation. So he and Gabby mm-hmm. had an altercation. Right. The that famously. Was, yeah, that was caught by authorities right. where they split them up for mm-hmm. the night, mm-hmm. um, sent them to two different hotels. Supposedly, this happened in that same timeline where mm. he met them at the grocery store, I guess played pool with them. He absolutely did it. And this would have been within the next, the same night or the next night. 
that they would have been killed. So it was all of like 24 hours. See? Yeah. I mean, what and are the odds was, that just some other seven, random psycho like killed them? <laughs> he was a seven minute walk. Yeah. Like, and so a lot of people theorized, and I'll give this to the internet because when we were researching this um, prior to Brian Laundrie admitting anything and killing himself, a lot of people had snooped through Brian's, uh, you know, internet footprint and found a lot of things that indicated him in Gabby's death. Mm -hmm. So, like, he had created this Spotify playlist that was all, like, moody, new metal bullshit. Oh, God. <laughs> and it says something about, like consume yourself or something stupid <laughs> we had like the stupidest fucking name and he was like you know on his drive home like crying because he killed his girlfriend because he sucks um, he's, but like, he's like one of those guys that posts it like I can be your angel your angle he posts a joker meme a society yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely one of yeah, those. Yeah, he was definitely one of those. Um, but, like, so people had already kind of done their due diligence before, like, mm -hmm. and found, like, oh, this is not looking good for him. Right. So, but that's where they found that timeline that, like, oh, he was Gabby free in this mm -hmm. period. And they could have argued about that because what if he had said, mentioned something about it to her and she was like, what the fuck? Like what happened with these other women? And like, what if that was like the catalyst that caused her death? Mm. Which obviously in like a domestic abuse situation, yeah. it could not be, it could be. But like at the same time, what if she was like, well, I'm going to tell the fucking cops mm -hmm. because you fucking killed some people. What right. the fuck? Like, yeah. yeah. So nobody's really looking into that part of it? The cops have what? said that they don't think he is involved, but honestly, there's... Well, here's the I, thing. Mean, I mean, they're the cops. When, when and, your number one yeah. suspect is dead, I mean, who could you possibly question? I mean, the only thing that they could do is use DNA evidence. Yeah. And if there isn't any, that, that's So what is, that's what's it? the conclusion they drew from those women's murder? Cold case. Yes. Like, we will, oh, well, we'll never know. We should probably revisit it uh, <laughs> on this squad. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the most recent update I see is from Perez Hilton, and I'm not reading that not shit. Yet. Uh, that uh, shit. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to take a short break here so you can hear from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. And we're back to Squitude. Uh, we're just doing a recap of solved mysteries. Like, instead of unsolved mysteries, these are solved <laughs> mysteries. Imagine if unsolved mysteries, what if it was just solved mysteries? Yeah, solved <laughs> mysteries. No one will watch. <laughs> <laughs> this show sucks. Solved mysteries. What if, I can't even do, what's Robert Stack? That's his name, right? Oh, Robert Stack, yeah. I can't do an impression of him. He's um, so scary. Yeah, it, that show, it's, it's what, you know what's crazy about that show? Do you know how many Cases actually got solved because of that show. Yeah, there were oh, it was very influential. Missing people, uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, unsolved mysteries and America's Most Wanted. Those two shows mm. were great for its time, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. But Robert Stack, as a child, scared the living shit out he of me. So <laughs> he was serious. He was so, and they it's so him, scary. Like, standing on the side of the road, yes. at, like well, in a wooded area with fog in the fucking dark. <laughs> yeah. Boop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop -a. <laughs> what is going on here? 
I'm going to die watching this show. That's how I felt. Jeez. I think a lot of times the criminals are just so scared watching the show they just turn themselves in. You know what? Robert Stack's going to get me. We had nothing but like vaulted windows with no blinds Mm. whatsoever. And so you'd just be peering out into the darkness with Robert Stack or like one time we watched Scream and I was just like, oh my God, the Scream guy's going to call me in like five minutes. (laughs) What's your favorite scary movie? (laughs) Scream guy. (laughs) All right. So uh, a few months ago, uh, not a few months ago. Wow. Last <laughs> it feels year. like the last <laughs> year sometime. Uh, we did an episode uh, on a place called Steve's Motel. Um, my friend Vinny Knuckles, and yes, he is Italian. He's His name is Vinny. He's like, Vinny. hey, my name is Vinny. That's, hey. That's Vinny. Hey, um, Gabagool. Oh, hey. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny who, is, who is a longtime listener, very, very good, very good friend of mine, was like, hey, man, you ever heard about this place called Steve's Motel? And I'm like, Steve's Motel. So I, apparently, you know, uh, Vinny is originally from the Akron, Ohio area. And in that area, there is a, a motel that for like 70 years was just a central hub of crime in that area. I mean, any crime you can think of had been committed at that motel. It, and it just changed ownership throughout the years. And it was just known as, they called them the No-Tell Motel. Or I think Vinny called it the Mosey Wosey. Like, you know, like <laughs> it was just it was like known in that area. Like, and I guess it had this like big green neon sign. Everyone used to use motel. But the um there was a murder that happened there back in 1991. Um, the owners of the motel and their six-year-old daughter, who who actually lived on the property, uh, were found dead. <laughs> were found dead by one of the, the motel caretakers. Um, the murderers didn't, there was no robbery. They didn't take any money or anything. And no. for, for the longest time, it was believed that it was a professional hit of some sort, possibly a mob hit. Um, on our episode, we talk about that possibility. Also the possibility that it was the brother. Yeah, the brother of the owner who, who <laughs> actually did kill somebody with a golf yeah. club some years later. A golf club? Did we talk about that? We did. I don't remember mm-hmm. that. Was Jesus. A, yeah, I think I'm, I'm old. You know, I don't I'm, remember. <laughs> go, we'll go back and listen. Everyone, go back and listen to the season motel. Episode. Yeah, shit. But one of the the uh, the big talking points in that case was that the police had suspects they were fairly certain had done it, but they refused to name them over the past you know thirty something years. Well, lo and behold, and I'm talking like. Three weeks after we did our podcast, the case like reopened. Oh, wonder why. Go figure. We are trendsetters, yeah. if anything. And uh, in uh, an interview with the Akron Beacon Journal and uh, a podcast that I think the Akron Beacon Journal runs, uh, the sheriff came out and actually named who they believe was the perpetrator of that murder, and it was none other than prolific killer James Whitey Bulger no fucking way yeah. oh no um, fucking way they said that it was also possibly a career criminal named Frank Frank's friends who was known as the flying bank robber he was a famous career criminal in in the Akron area but their number one suspect was was James Bulger 
Problem is that Whitey Bulger's dead. He he was dead out of as of 2018. So he missed the fucking pandemic by two fucking years. (laughs) You bitch. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. He was Uh. like, I'm not gonna be here for this shit. I mean, uh, kudos to him because he was honestly old as fuck. He was born in 1929. Yeah. So he lived a fucking long time. But just time. think about that. But just think about that. How old he would have been when he pulled that hit. Mm. He would have been in his I 60s. Mean, yeah. But I you mean. Know, I mean, if you're a professional killer, that's like. I mean, that ain't that Whitey, old. Like, you can still, like. You can still kill somebody. You can still, was like. Was Whitey Bulger murder somebody a professional <laughs> hitman or was he just a good criminal for his time? Um, because it wasn't hard to be a good criminal for his time. Well, I mean, he killed a lot of people. He did, and he 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 was fairly good at. Should I mean, we I'm just should we just do an episode on? We Whitey should Bulger? actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's dead now, so it's not even come. Exactly, hey, uh, he might come back. But like, I feel like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, knowing our podcast, he might come back. Right, <laughs> I'm just saying. In well, his- actually. <laughs> In his heyday, it was not hard. They didn't have DNA. They didn't have blood typing even. Right, like, yeah. You could have just been like, but, that wasn't me. But and even in 1991, I, you know, that technology existed. I think mm. it's just that you want to know how you get away with murder. Have absolutely with no murder. relation or motive. Yeah, to do the. Mm. Why, why it would it would have been like purely a hitman thing, exactly. Which yeah. you have to ask who hired him. Though. So that they, they they did say they will not they will not reveal the name of the person who they are certain took out the contract because uh, they said that person why? is still alive. What? Yeah, it was his brother. I'm telling you, you because think- okay, to hire Whitey Bulger, who is a fucking name, right? You would yeah, have that's to- not just like no. Look in the phone book. That, that is an American legend. Yeah. You have to cough up fifty G's at least, right? Like, I feel like that's got to be his. If I were his manager, I'd be like, "You're Whitey fucking Bulger. You're gonna mm. cap somebody. It's gonna be." <laughs> 50 Whitey. grand yeah. like you gotta have the money to hire whitey and yeah. <laughs> whitey, whitey. <laughs> <laughs> but like it would have to be somebody who could pay him it would have to be someone would have to be invested in the death of those people right yeah and that's down to the kid like they killed not just the parents but the child mm-hmm. which that is like if that doesn't say professional hit <sighs> And they yeah. didn't take anything, so it's gotta be, yeah, right, right. So it's like it's gotta be the brother because the brother is the one that took over the business, right? Gotta be, right? Yes. Who else? Yes. Who the fuck else? Who the fuck else would hire Whitey goddamn Bulger? <laughs> like, let me hey, just hire the most fucking famous. Let me get Ice Man in on this. I just, I <laughs> like, just need to call in a favor. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Let me just call Al Capone really quick and like take care of this. What the fuck? Yeah, I like that theory that um, it was mm-hmm. the brother because we, we know we did, he had a propensity to kill people because he did mm-hmm. and has to have the money, has to have the yeah. motive. Yeah, and Whitey Bulger clearly wouldn't. What the fuck does he care? Yeah, yeah, ex- ex- <laughs> exactly. He's not even from that area. No. Like, you gotta like, it's like listen, I'm out real soon. <laughs> So, so what? If how you, do they? If you need me for something, ask now. How did they link it back to him, though? No details. No because, details. Because, like they said, they said the uh, the person that put out the contract is likely still it is still alive. 
and there's no evidence mm. to warrant Damn. uh to warrant that. Damn. Mm. So uh Whitey Bulger. There was a really good movie called Black Mass about Whitey Bulger with Johnny Depp. Fit very fitting. Uh-huh. Very fitting. Johnny Depp plays Listeners, we are not going to tackle that yeah, subject. We're not, we're not going to get into that. Nope. But, but it is a really good movie, and he has a, a pretty good performance. So, um, um, That's what I heard. But, <laughs> but Steve's Motel is no longer there. So if you want to go there, uh, that's a really fun. That was a fun episode because we looked up some, some Yelp reviews on Steve's Motel. Crackhead behavior. Great, yeah. But it was torn down. Uh, not too long ago, at the very end of, of last year, they finally, oh, shit. they finally tore it down. So I guess we... R.I.P. Yep. R.I.P. Steve's... The No-Tell Motel. No <laughs> um, it kind of... It, it does suck, though, that, that that murder will never be officially solved. I know we said this is a case of solved. I know this hasn't been officially solved, but I think if Whitey Bulger is like... like mm. And your name is sus... Your list of suspects, that's... Yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty honestly relatively far fetched. I feel like there was um, even when we did um, Adam Walsh, like there were some suspects on there that were like, hmm, this is a little out there. So I found out the Whitey Bulger connection. Okay. All right. So apparently, hmm. um, right after the murder was committed. Uh, a, an informant that was working with the Akron Police Department reached out to a detective uh, said that he knew who killed the Patel family and there was no evidence that supported it at the time. However, they just kind of kept it on file. Uh, the informant said that Frank Sprenz, who I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, was involved. Years and years later, uh, back in 2007, he reached out to the Summit County Sheriff's Department and said that he wanted to um, give information about the, the Patel case in exchange for, you know, reduced sentence or whatever. He was serving time for killing uh, a woman and her, um, a 15-year-old girl. Jesus. Uh, set, like, set him on fire, actually. Jesus yeah. Christ! So, um, oh, fuck. So, while he was serving this term and he calls the detectives, they drive all the way out to uh, the prison that he was <clears throat> imprisoned in, at, in Ohio. And suddenly he decided that he changed his mind. <laughs> he was like, nah, I'm, no, never mind. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm detectives. <laughs> so, what? the detectives were mad. So, they went back and looked at the what the fuck looked at the information that had been given to them by the informant uh some 15 years 16 years earlier and the informant said that Sprins was working with Whitey Bulger and the informant said that either one or both of them were at the Patel house what that night what the informant said mm. I can't confirm whether if he was the shooter or if he facilitated it but this went through Whitey Bulger in some fashion. That's wild. Now, you know what I think? Let's say you're sitting in prison. You're like, man, that shit sucks. You know what? I'm going to tell cops about this one. <laughs> and then, then you get a phone call. You think you just cherry-picked that no, shit? No, no, you get a phone call. Hey, man, uh, I heard you talking to the cops. 
you know, you know, Whitey, Whitey is, uh, you know, you know I'll change my mind. <laughs> Never mind. No, I think it was John Gotti. It was John Gotti. Yeah, it was. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, Whitey Bulger was actually still out in at this time. Yeah. Like, he was hmm. he was still out in 2007. He wasn't captured till June 2011. So. Um, 2011. Yeah, man. Yeah, Whitey Bulger was old. The he was old fuck? by the time I got him. His mugshot is old as He's fuck. like, listen. He's yeah. an old ass man. I knew this would happen eventually. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, Bulger died in prison in 2018. He was in his 80s. Mm. Uh, Sprenz died in 2016. Um, he was denied parole. Imagine being 80 years old and they're like, you know. Do you feel like they're like, no. they're like, they get arrested. They finally like get their comeuppance and they're like, worth it. Well, that's the Golden State <laughs> Killer. Like, hey, listen. That's not, like, I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, not to, I don't I don't want to go on a, a rant here, but when when Bill Cosby, who is out now, but when Bill Cosby went to prison, uh, you know, one of his things, the def- one of the things his defense said was, I mean, he's, he's too old. Yeah, you, know? you can't do anything I'm, to him I'm, now. I'm thinking, he's so old. <laughs> I'm thinking this guy committed a crime and got to live essentially the rest yes. of his life. And not just live the rest of his life. He achieved superstar mm, almost yeah. a, almost mm-hmm, a billionaire mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. one of the most beloved men in television history i think he got off pretty good there considering he had to live out the entirety mm. of his life and now in his old age where you know he, he probably is not very much long for this earth oh now you gotta go to <laughs> <laughs> yeah so whitey bulger got to you know maybe uh, <laughs> that's about all the solved cases honestly um yeah, uh, I, I think every time I get a up, I'm gonna every time I get an update, I'm definitely gonna the ones that I'm really. Let's see, uh, Kate Yup mm. is one that still uh, cold, still cold. We don't know what happened to her. Uh, Aaron Valenti, our most popular episode by far. Uh, nobody knows anything about that. I I saw an article that was published uh, this year, back in March. Essentially, like, hey, this thing happened a few years ago. No one knows what happened. Yeah. Um, let's see. Another one. Uh, Chris Kermers and Lisanne Froon, Although I think it was the guide. He did it. That I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't expect those to be solved. Honestly, like yeah. all of those are very. Like no one was really there, other than maybe one other person, and it's like. I don't think we're going to get answers. I really don't. Uh, Grace Walton Stevens. Although I, we saw that. Well, I Yes. I feel like she lived. She went to James, Jones. Jones yeah. Town, yeah. She went to Jonestown. <laughs> she came back and she was MIA for a hot minute. But that's because, you know, of the CIA. Like, no, we're not going to get answers for Grace. So uh, you guys out there... Uh, a lot of a lot of you listeners reach out to us for various stuff. So if you if you come across like updates on episodes we did, please like drop us a line. Yeah, we want to um, know. Yeah, it's it's like the the only reason I found out about Steve's Motel is because Vinny hit me up and was like, "Hey, you know, Vinny, <laughs> hey, hey, Vinny, hey." hey. hey. <laughs> like, I saw Vinny, he's like, he's like, "Why do Bulger did Steve?" I'm like, "What? Hey, listen." <laughs> 
Peace to Vinny, man. He's like one of our biggest fans. We got to get him back on the show sometime. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, next week. And there will be a next week. Next week. We're going to talk about the Texas killing fields. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, there's a stretch of land. So, yeah. uh, all right, so I used to live uh, in the Mojave Desert. I used to be stationed. Mojave. Yeah, the, I used to be stationed at Edwards Air Force Base. Now, Edwards Air Force Base is on a dry lake bed that is about 400 square miles. It is literally in the middle of nowhere. I mean, look it up on a map. You, it's it's incredible. But sometimes I drive to work, which was like, you know, 30 minute drive through the desert. And I would think if you killed somebody. Oh, yeah. You could definitely get away with it. You would get, no you would one just, would yeah. fucking know. No one would ever know. You could yep. just literally leave the body out here in the middle of the desert. Oh, there's so many stories to cover yeah. with the Texas so, Killing Fields. The Texas Killing Fields is yes. essentially that. It's a, it's a stretch of, of land and mostly uh, highway roads in Texas that, like, serial killers, it's like their playground because yep. they know. Uh, they can pick up hitchhikers and kill them and just leave the bodies. And um, I have a I have a working theory that the majority of the serial killers in the United States that are active right now are truck drivers, and that oh definitely I yeah. will yes yeah because isn't it funny how like there was like a serial killer boom in like the the seventies and the eighties yeah. it was like every week it's like a new it's like wow a new serial killer when was the last time you guys heard about a serial like a, a recent mm. serial killer. But how many missing people are exactly. there? Exactly. It's not like the amount of people missing slowed down. The like serial killers didn't just like all go into remission. Yep. And, and how often are truck drivers really monitored? It's like weighing stations. The truckers union is going to come for our podcast, <laughs> Allie. It's my fault. But it's like, it's like weighing stations. And what rest stops? Like what the? F- and that relies on people being there at the rest stop to be like, what the fuck are you doing, truck driver with your lot lizard? I don't fucking trust you. Like I feel like there's, that's it is long term drivers that are the result of most of the missing people, and I will fucking prove it. I'll prove it on our we next episode. Right. Any of the truck drivers <laughs> listening. Yes. Not you guys. Not all of you, okay? <laughs> right. Not all Just truck drivers. Just the serial killers. Not all truck drivers. Not all truck drivers. Some of you are cool, okay? Actually, I'm not the, coming the, the for you. The serial killer truck drivers listening, they're kind of like, have a story. right now, they're like, yeah, I You do. They're like, yeah, she's right. All right, Texas Killing Fields uh, next week. Uh, so thank once again, thank you guys for reaching out. Uh, you know, like all the messages that I got. Hey, are you guys coming back? Please come back. Please do another episode. I love you guys for it. And uh, we will continue to put out the content that you guys want to hear. Also, let me know if you guys would like to actually see us. Oh yeah, because we can do I, it. I really want to uh, build our YouTube presence. We can mm. do a video. And uh, so just, just let me know. I'm, I'm thinking about maybe do uh, like an interact, a few interactive stream episodes, maybe once a month. We do mm. one oh, where we fun. actually stream it live, and then you guys interact with us. We'll see how that goes. Maybe, maybe we'll see. We we'll see. We gotta get back in the swing of things though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So hopefully, uh, you guys hear our lovely voices next. No, hopefully you will hear our lovely voices. <laughs> Next week. Thank you. You guys take care of yourselves. Bye.
I do have a truck driver story. Tell me, regale me. <laughs> you have a truck driver yeah. story? Yes. 